Hello and welcome to Two Nerds Sitting on a Couch, in which two nerds sit on a couch and discuss science fiction and fantasy. So the subject of today's episode is the Mortal Combats. Spelled with a K. Or possibly the Mortal's Combat. I don't know how. <laughs> You no, it's, it's like it's like as opposed to immortal combat, in which case there's the stakes are very low because you are immortal, but they could have a mortal wound spelled with a K. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, so we went ahead and we watched the old Mortal Kombat, which is the. It's not that old. It was only 1995. Oh, dude, I think that we all need to. It was back in the 1900s. The first one was made in the 1900s. Yes, and then the more recent one was made in the. Well, like just this week. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we watched the one from the 1900s. Yep. Um, which was directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. Who has gone on to do such video game movies as the uh, Resident Evil movies? Yeah, those were not bad. And he just did the one that Leo hated. Oh yeah, Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yep. And I think he's done other ones, but I, I can't think of them. I know he did like Her- Event Horizon or whatever. But mm. this but this was the very first um, video game movie he did. It shows. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's his second movie. I mean, the Resident Evil ones were, were you know, rollicking good fun. And this was like, I don't know. I kind of feel like the acting was real iffy. And, and I usually blame directors for that. Oh, really? I just feel like the whole thing was such a, like, big old romp that it's hard to even talk about things. Like, yeah, I guess like I couldn't acting. say exactly what's wrong with it. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It was fun. It was fun to watch. It, it was, was like it was more fun to to set aside a whole evening with popcorn, knowing that we would be watching the like second Mortal Kombat right. re- reboot. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. It was definitely interesting to like sort of watch them in serial and kind of see what the difference were right. and kind of how filmmaking has changed. Too or bad something. they never made a movie called Mortal Kombat Annihilation. They did though. <sighs> no, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know if it was that bad. It, it was a been. huge flop. Yeah, but I It was mean, maybe the biggest flop in Mortal Kombat history. Well, in Mortal Kombat history. <laughs> well, anyway, so the plot, insofar as there is one, um, is that there's some um, big contest where uh, the galactic whomever... I don't... Like, and I am a little unsure. It must be, like, a magical universe, so then it's different realms. Yeah. As opposed to a science fiction universe where they would be, like, different dimensions. Right. So this one only has two dimensions, and it's (laughs) side-scrolling. But I just feel like... From a two-dimensional universe where you can only jump over your opponents to get by Uh them. Uh-huh, right. You can't just sneak right by you because there's only two dimensions. Anyway. Like I, the movie, it was very two-dimensional. Shut the fuck up. So, anyway, I'm just saying that I think it's kind of hilarious and adorable that, like, you can talk about science fiction and fantasy and they have the same idea, which is that there's different realities that different people live in and they have different terminology for them, but it's the same. It's the same functionality. Right. Right? So, anyway, the, you know, there's some sort of asinine system in which, like, various realms duke it out. If uh, a realm wins ten times in a row, 
they get to go invade people or something. And Those are the dumbest rules for invading other realms that I've ever heard. I mean, it just doesn't it just make doesn't, any sense. Like, why would you set it up that way in the first place? If it's intelligent design. I mean, it's possible that this is just the, how physics works. Is that you no, have no, ten tournaments. Is, no, but this is a fantasy universe, not a science fictional universe. Right. Well, and conveniently, we're on the tenth tournament now. Right. So, so they, this is for the big, the big stakes. Yeah, this is the this high is, stakes. This is for the win. Like, they're going to come and invade Earth. I don't even know what so they is it, would... So is it best of ten? Like, what if there's a tie? Then they go for, for a sudden death overtime. Get it? Sudden oh, death. Please shut up. Mortal <laughs> combat. So anyway. Um, and I don't even remember. Like, you know, they go and they go and round up our various characters. Like, Sonya and... Um, Sonya wins. I'm sorry, Sonya Blade. Yeah, she's a federal agent. Who is... Which is just... Is hunting it down a guy called Kano. Who's, Kano. Who's another guy who's going to be in the combat. Yeah, only Luke, he's got like a sweet, like half of his cyborg face with a red eyeball. Right. He's Oops. like the Terminator guy. It's so goofy. And then... Which, um, you know, I mean, Luke, I think he was supposed to be the Terminator. Yeah, it was definitely like, you know, when I'm hat tipping, the Terminator. Yeah. Better movies. Anyway. But he's the bad guy. Luring her... Into this whole thing, right? Isn't I wasn't that? Oh yeah, that's right. She, yeah, because there was like, some ship that you had to get on. Yeah. So and then um, and then it's spooky John, fades John, into the fog. Johnny Cage is also he's like a action hero who's mad that everybody thinks he's a fake, which is I think is hilarious and adorable. Like why would yeah. he even give a shit? Um, and then there's a guy called Liu Kang, who uh, you know he's living in America, but he you know, grew up in some Shaolin temple and is the chosen one right. or something. Right. Um, Ra- Raiden's temple. Raiden's it's temple. It's always Raiden's temple. Yes, correct. Because Raiden is some sort of god of of electricity, Lightning. like Tesla. Lightning, yeah, because Tesla. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, I, this is actually a pretty huge difference between the two movies is that um, while they cast... Liu Kang as an Asian person, mm-hmm. as he should be. Uh, there are tons of other characters who are totally not. Like right. Raiden is played by uh, Christopher Lambert, who is French. Belgian? French. I looked it up. Really? He was born in New York, though. And then they Weird. ended up back in France. Well, I yeah, I thought he was one. Belgian, too, but I That's was wrong. Funny. I think that must be Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's who we're thinking of, because he's Belgian. I would not get those two confused, though. But they were kind of in the same category. They're in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, he just has such a funny French accent that I thought that it couldn't be French, you know? Yeah, he's got one of those, like, it's It's like real, a Belgian it's, French it's accent. It's, like, way up in the nose <laughs> and real tight in the lips. Like, he's like, it's really nasal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so he's playing... And so that that is a huge difference between the two movies is that the the new Mortal Kombat definitely casts its Asian characters with Asian yeah. actors, no, which is, totally, which is so much better. But probably, I mean, they couldn't get David Carradine to play Jordan, <laughs> so they went with their next best choice, the Highlander. <laughs> the Highlander, because in my head canon, that's what the Highlander goes on to do is save oh, the yeah. world. In a, more, like Mortal Kombat as, style, as like a, with a like K. lightning guy, yeah, right. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that, speaking of accents, like that's another hilarious movie because he's supposed to be Scottish. He's incapable of doing a Scottish accent. 
Dude, he's incapable of doing a French accent. <laughs> and then you have, um, what's his face, Sean Connery playing a Spaniard, and he's incapable of doing anything but a Scottish <laughs> accent. And so the whole thing is just this ridiculous nightmare. Um, but it's also actually a really great movie, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, Yo hablo español. <laughs> Oh my god. The 80s were so great. <laughs> yeah, um, they were. Anyway, so where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so they all get on this ship and uh, the ship like goes through magical portal and ends up um, and that was actually one thing that I really appreciated about um, the 1995 Mortal Kombat is that like all of their art direction and locations were fucking sweet. Like you know, they had all of these just really cool locations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they were on sets, those sets were just like, like goth to 11. Yeah. Like 100 million times goth and like completely metal and, and totally cool. Like I couldn't get enough of them. Yeah. And like, uh, what's his name? The bad guy like had this super sweet jacket that I want. <laughs> That wasn't that in the. I thought that was in the um, twenty twenty one version. No, no, no. The no. sweet jacket was the nineteen ninety five yes, version. Yes, that was absolutely the nineteen ninety five version. Oh well, that is way better than. Yeah, because because they they're like the 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 twenty twenty one version. Kano didn't even have a um, what do you call it Terminator face. No. He was just normal faced, and then like when he got his Arcana quote unquote, which oh. is like their power. They have like their power, which is their you know, whatever it is that that when you hit A B A B real quick or whatever it was that that the, it would do yeah. the like, thing. Move That's their whatever. thing, right? Yeah. And his thing is just shooting thing. a laser out of his eye, right? Not Terminator style at all, which is just not true to the character. Well, I gotta say that that was actually one thing. That was another huge difference between the two movies is that, like, there was really no attempt at plausibility at all in the 95 version. It was there was like, also no attempt at computer graphics at all, either. Which I appreciated. Like, when Goro showed up, and Goro in the, you know, in the game uh, was this four-armed dude, right? Um, he was a, kind of a puppet. And... That was a million times better than the computer-generated character of Lizard. Yeah, um, Venom. Venom. Well, because then they, they he was like he was like a some sort of chameleon gecko thing that right, was just that badly was, rendered, it was, and it then was so bad. And like so, the, when the Goro character showed up and he was kind of a puppet, it, like I got this. Big dude in a suit with like it was a big dude in a suit, but arms, like all the arms worked, arms. and so I like there was definitely puppetry going along. Yeah, but it worked because like at that time, like the computer graphics were not good enough. Yeah, they just weren't. Well, and I think until fairly recently, they they still weren't because you'd end up in the uncanny valley really quickly. So, you know, you've got this this like kind of really crappy yeah. gecko on the one hand, and then you've got the like. You know, Goro puppetry, Puppet. which is really good. But then on the other hand, you've got, like, in a 2021 version, they had real computer graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, they had real, like... And I don't I don't actually have any issues with the with the um, computer stuff in the recent one. I yeah, it, it was, was all, all well fine. done. 
it's it's interesting to think that like probably the first movie to really do a computer generated character with any kind of reality would be Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, uh, those yeah, still those still ha- those still hold up. I mean, there are definite times when you can tell now, especially if he's in harsh light. But like Moonlight Gollum is perfect. Oh right, yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So it's you know so it's just the the movie is so ridiculous because it just it just doesn't have a plot and there are there were points when they would literally just you know. Stuff is happening, they're fighting each other, and then they would just kind of move over, like, like Johnny Cage starts fighting Scorpion at some point. Get over here! <laughs> which he says. Yeah. Um, that which, was the other great thing about the movie. Which is what I'm there for, right? Yeah. They did all of the... Fatality. They, they did all of that stuff, and I was like... Finish him! Completely here for it. <laughs> um, Except... They never said Sonia wins. No, but I have a feeling that the reason we say that is because my sister used to yell that all the time. <laughs> that was my sister's thing when she would do something amazing. She'd be like, Sonia wins, and then like spike. You know? Yeah. Well, and that was the other problem with the Sonia characters that she did not have the same kind of like leotard outfit. You know, everybody else did except for her. She got like cut off pants or something. Yeah, she had dumb cut off pants. And like, where'd those cut off pants come from? And then they turn into regular pants again. It's like when she got on that ghost ship chasing Kano, mm-hmm. I don't know where she packed all of her extra clothes, but they she definitely had some costume it's changes world, in there. It's a world with magic, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah, and there, there's like a subplot with like the princess who's a parent or the daughter of the emperor who's sneaking around being hot and... I don't know. Who's I mean, 10,000 years old, so you kind of have that Edward Cullen's problem of, you know, <laughs> you're 100 years old and dating high schoolers. Come on. He wasn't a high schooler, Luke Kang. No, but she's still 10,000 years old. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't even know what the, the appeal would be. But yeah, so it's just a bunch of silly, um, silly fight scenes. It kind of reminded me of, like, so a friend of mine, you know, when I was in my 20s, my roommate was a, an actress, and she uh, she took the stage combat class at one point, and so they would do, um, what, they, what they would do is they would t- take a Shakespeare play and then turn every scene into a, into a fight scene. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, so like Gertrude and Hamlet are having a conversation for two seconds and then they start fighting and then they go to the next scene and then Hamlet and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are having a conversation and then they have a fight scene Mm -hmm. and so they did this like through the whole thing and like I kind of feel like that was Mortal Kombat is to like take everything that could be plot and then just turn it into a fight scene right which also you know what it's fine it's totally fine yeah like it was I just it was so entertaining. Like, and I guess, I don't know, it's hard to even say because, like, there's definitely, like, nostalgia goggles on that shit. Like, you know, I know I saw it in the theater. I know it in, I saw it in the theater when I, like, I had a bunch of friends who worked at a theater. And, and so, played Mortal Kombat. And played Mortal Kombat. And so it, it definitely, like, harkens back to, like, going as a group and, and, you know, when the theater was closed and watching it together and, like... I just have a lot of warm fuzzies over it. Right. Um, even though it's, like, objectively a shitty movie. Like, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> um, but 
I thought, I mean, I don't know. In terms of fight scenes, like, I thought especially that last one when, uh, when Liu Kang and, what's that guy's name? Shang Tung. Shang Tung. Um, when they get into a big fight, like, that was really great. Like, that was a really good fight scene. Um, and then I got extra excited when I figured out that, um, that, Shang Tsung character is played by Kari Hiroki Tagawa. Who is? Who is, he's like the old guy on Man in the High Castle. Oh. And um, huh. he totally looks like my grandpa. Right. I mean, if he were Japanese, but he wasn't. But, but yeah, but he t- still totally looks like my grandpa, and so I feel hmm. really warm and fuzzy about the guy, but he doesn't look like <laughs> my grandpa when he was young. Right. He just looks like his... And he's wearing a much better jacket than your grandfather ever would have. No, my grandpa did not have any fashion sense, which no. is fine. All you got all of his clothes that lands in. But on the bright side, you don't live in Outworld having to fight people. No, that's you totally know, true. And you're not ten thousand years old, so you've got that going for you. Okay, so then I feel like I don't know that I have much more to say about the old one. The new one came out in 2021, which is not in the 1900s. Nope. So a lot of time has passed since yeah. since the so the previous movie, um, you know, almost almost it's like twenty five thirty years yeah. has has passed in that time, and um, the graphics got a lot better. The story and writing got a bit better, even yeah. though it was kind of choppy and you couldn't really tell what was going on or why it was going on, but it was really well done. You kind of got the sense that they were like, you know. They had this whole like crouching tiger, hidden dragon, like that. That was their 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 design brief going into it, but then it ended up sort of See, not that's, quite living yeah, up to that's that. That's the thing is that like like you know like we just watched Mon- Monster Hunter, which has just a really really great opening, right? Just this phenomenal opening with the sand ship and the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of squanders squanders its potential. Yeah, it could have been so much better. I feel like kind of this movie is the same way. Because I thought that opening sequence when, um, you know, you have the the two, there's like a a guy and his wife in their house. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly kind of, he must be some sort of important person because there's like guards walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a bad guy comes in and you know, murders his family and then they have a big, huge fight and the child is, you know, the youngest child is, is saved by hiding her under the floorboards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole opening sequence, like speaking of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like I thought the whole opening sequence was really stylish like that. Mm-hmm. And the fight scenes had that sense of, of like kind of anti-gravity. And I mean, and the, there was like even a scene where like he slits somebody's throat and like blood splashes up on the the um you know the Japanese paper windows. I don't know what mm-hmm. those are called. Um and I was like, this is this is just like a scene in Ran, which is an Akira Kurosawa film. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like they were kind of deliberately doing like really cool shit like that, right? Right. And and I was like when that when I saw that opening sequence, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. And then and then it kind of isn't. You no, know? And it, then it, it is kind of bloody though. I mean I got the sense that all of the blood was CGI because it was super there was, splashy. It was so 
The wet. blood was so splashy, um, which I don't necessarily mind, but I don't know. So Wait, then... I mind it if it if it's like, wow, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> Yeah, and I've never like actually murdered somebody with a sword before, so I don't know how much blood flies across the room. But it, I mean, I I don't want to believe that it's that much, even though like CSI told me differently because they have blood spatter all over the place. Yeah, no, it, but it was it must it was, be it super was bloody. Definitely but like splashy blood in a way that is American-made films know. don't tend to show realistic amounts of blood. Then. <laughs> <laughs> going for realism no. um but anyway so they go from this really kind of cool opening that has this sort of like gritty kind of historical sense to it you know like mm-hmm. you know like the 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 rough the rough woven clothes and the like there's definitely like like that first scene it. in mannequin dude stop because <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's in egypt uh-huh, and... you stop shouting so um <laughs> But then we go to a guy called Cole Young, who is a, you know, bare knuckle fighter, mm-hmm. and and it's all of this like, you know, we're introduced to he's getting ready to go fight, and you know his wife is like I can't I can't even with you getting beat up, so I'm gonna leave. But then his like 14 year old daughter is like who is, they had when they were 16. <laughs> I know they don't look old enough for that. Yeah. Um, and, but then his 14 year old daughter is totally like his manager, which is just goofy. Yeah. And it's an inappropriate relationship. Yeah. There. It's don't make your kids do that anyway. So that, and so, and all of this in, we even said this as we were watching it, we were like, all of these people are marked for death. Like that family is marked for death. They are going to get fridged like right now. Yeah. Well, you got to have a reason for combat with a K mm-hmm. and if you've got family lying around, then that doesn't really help. Yeah. So yeah. So we follow him for a while, and it's all of this just really stock shit, you know, where it's like he would be a good fighter if you know there was someone there to shoot him every minute of his life or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know. Like there's, you know, he's like not, you know, they're like, well, you have to stop being on the defensive all the time and go on the offense, you know. You need to find your arcana. Yeah, but it's all this just like shitty um, psychology, you know. Right. Um, and so, you know, he gets attacked by Raiden, uh, Jack shows up and saves him from Raiden, and then... Doesn't Jax get his arms frozen off at some point? Yeah, so that's, I think that's when. Yeah. Because, like, and, because, uh, Jax is like, here, take my car, go find this person in... It was like Gary, Indiana or something, yeah. which I was like, Gary, Indiana is like the armpit of the nation. Well, it's like the Dagobah of the U.S., <laughs> right? It's like, it you want to find Yoda, you have to go to Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, he finds Yoda and Gary, who happens to be Sonya. And, uh, you know, she she is the Basil Exposition. She's got right. Kano tied up, and she's like, yeah. Because Jax was her partner. Yeah, they in the, were in the special forces together. Special forces, right. And so they... Until he they, got like, his arms frozen off. Right. And so they're apparently, like, like if you have this, you know, Mortal Kombat-looking tattoo on Little you... Dragon Brand. Then you get to go fight in the Mortal Kombat with a K. Right. Um, which kind of amuses me because, like... We always described, um, like, imitation crab as crab with a K. 
Yeah. So, like, Mortal Kombat is combat with a K, so isn't it, like, imitation combat? If you're Johnny Cage, it is. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, so she does the Basil Exposition things where she's, like, all of these people have the, this... The dark mark. The dark mark, and... And Kano got his by killing some other guy who had it. So it's apparently, like, like Highlander, you know, you, you kill another one and then you get the power. Right. So he's he's got the dragon, the dragon brand power and um you know sonya doesn't and she doesn't and she doesn't get and obviously you know once you learn it's transferable you're like yeah she'll eventually get it right right but the fact that they don't give it to her at the very beginning is so frustrating to me it was like do you remember the 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 really bad like fantastic four movie like fan four stick i try not to well they did the same thing with sue storm where she didn't have powers until like the literally the end scene. Yeah. And it's like, why would you do that to a character? Well, isn't her power invisibility? Yeah. And isn't her character played by Jessica Alba? No, you're thinking of the previous one. Oh. She has powers. Got it. Because I was going to say, you don't want to make an invisible Jessica Alba. No. Well, no. It, it was Kate uh, Mara. Oh, yeah. Or She's one, okay one of the Maras. I maybe not Kate. I don't know. There's a couple of Mara sisters. Anyway, so yeah, they didn't give her her dragon mark until the end, but they, you know, and at some point excluded her from the lunchroom because this is the dragon mark people only event. I just the whole and it was just like oh my god, oh god really because people with a dragon mark get a special move right mm-hmm. a b a b up down up down and you get to you know you get to like suck whatever out of the person and then throw it on the floor right like pull their pull their spine out or or in sonia's case i kind of think what she does is she she does the thigh master where she like flips up grabs their head between her legs and then she kisses their ass goodbye i thought that she had just done that i thought her power was something else what, feminine wiles i don't know i don't know it was something kind of not memorable. I yeah. mean, because like one of one of the dudes because uh, Liu Kang doesn't have his power right away and he can't find it. Until, that's not Liu Kang. Or his name is Cole Young. Cole Young, right? Sorry, maybe that's the Americanization. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely like that's the other difference is that like the main character is Cole Young, who I don't, I don't remember from the, the video game, but then I didn't play a ton of the versions. You know, yeah. I played like the maybe the first two iterations well and i'm pretty sure that the mortal Kombat video games didn't have all this backstory they just had people fighting in a little side scroller and you'd be like keypad mash keypad mash which you know these movies were kind of the keypad mash of movies you're just sort of like watching them and the plots were really similar like similar enough because it's like what else are you going to do you have this like 10th tournament before the invasion and it ends up where, like, apparently you can make up rules on the fly because at the end, what's-his-face decides he doesn't want Sonya killed. He wants Sonya to be his girlfriend? I don't know. Yeah. It was very weird. It was very, like, Big Trouble in Little China where it was like, why do you have to go through all this trouble? Can't you just get on Tinder like everybody else? <laughs> but no, he has to, like, you know, he's like, Kano, I just want you to embarrass her or whatever, and I have special plans, and then... Yeah, turns no. out she kills him. So Oops. yeah, no, it just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, in this one, like, and that I guess is one of the problems with the with the more recent one is that like the 
the 95 version was extremely silly and there was no plot no because like, it's based on mortal Kombat. Right, i mean it's because, like right there's like an ex- what do you need to do there's like an excuse for a plot you know what i mean like they're like yeah it's, it's not a, like it's a situation there are no novelizations of the mortal Kombat no, games no, you know right. because I mean, it's just it's a situation and then the situation ends right and, and so you have this other movie same situation same situation except like so you know again it's like there is it's nine out of ten with this asinine like invasion. But there's plan. a prophecy that the descendant of Hanzo, who was at the very beginning scene, mm-hmm. was the blood of Hanzo would defeat the whatever. I don't know. Why do you need a prophecy? Why do you need the combat? Right, and that's what Why I was going to say. Is that like this sort of needlessly com- like complicates the whole situation because oh right like they actually literally never get to Mortal Kombat with a K. Like, this is the whole plan of the bad guys, is that they're going to actually just go murder all the champions for Earth before combat even begins. Yeah. And it's like, but if they just keep transferring the... Like, this is a dumb... Like, okay, A, if this will actually work, how did it take you so long to come up with this fucking plan? Mm-hmm. And B, I just... Maybe like, this is what they've done seems, for the last ten times. That seems like that would get you disqualified. By by who? Though? I mean, that's the thing is that it's like through all of this, Raiden's like you know the rules or whatever, and it's like they, it's it's the you know assembling your team of champions to defend the Earth, all mm-hmm. like fantasy Avengers style, right. and and it kind of seems like the uh, the opponent the opponent's team know what's going on and they're fully aware that there are all these tournaments. Whereas all of the Earthlings are completely unaware of any of this thing happening somehow because, thanks, Raiden, why didn't you tell us? Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. we could have prepared a little bit and spent the last 10,000 years, like, training people right. and, like, genetically modifying them to have four arms and, like, whatever it takes, man. This is our realm you're talking about. Yeah, no. But no, keep it to yourself and wait until the last minute to find some champions. That's really good plan. I mean, obviously it worked, so... Who am I to say? Worked? Question mark. I mean, are you being currently infiltrated by (laughs) Goro and his minions? I mean, it worked. No, I guess I'm not. Um, But yeah, no, it definitely, I don't know. I just felt really disappointed because I felt like that opening sequence was just, it was really good and it gestured to a movie that just just wasn't. I mean, that's why they put it at the beginning because you're like, oh, I'm excited about this. This could be really good. Yeah. And then it ends up just being sort of... Like, fine, or whatever. You know? And it didn't even have, like, the... Like, again, the first one is not a good movie. But I was just so delighted by the, like, extreme metalness of all of the sets. Yeah. And the just kind of goofiness. Like, literally, Christopher Lambert can't deliver a line without laughing after it. Like, he, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and he has this, like, weird goony laugh, too. Yeah. So, it's just, like, clearly everybody's having a really good time. Well, and the CGI artists are having a really good time, because they have, like, the whole scorpion get over here thing, and it comes out of his palm, all, like, 1995 CGI-like, and has a clamping snake head on the end of it. Just so chomp, chomp, chomp. So but mean. then in the newer movie, which I thought it was it was a neat like gesture to it or whatever, like when Hanso is originally fighting, he like has he creates this makeshift weapon out of a out of a knife with a 
um, a, you know, a ring in the end, and he ties a rope through it, and that ends up being his like get over here rope, right? Where which he's, like, is like, oh, people. you can see how that would work. You'd like throw throw the stabbing thing at them, and then yank it back or whatever. And that's like, oh yeah, okay, that's a good interpretation yeah, of whatever. No, I mean that was that was one of the pieces of that opening sequence where you're like, oh, actually, this totally makes it makes this like kind of goofy um, video game thing, which is there for the video game, make a sort of sense. Right. Um, like, treating it like physics might kind of a little bit exist. Right. Like, they don't super exist. They just a little bit exist. Which I dig. I mean, I dig yeah. when people try to take things seriously. I mean, I take things seriously on a level. <laughs> like, right. I like, I don't like when these things take themselves too seriously. I just like right. when certain things are treated with, like, oh... Let's let's sort of workshop how this could actually happen. <laughs> but the, the, I think the, the the real letdown for me was after after that beginning scene. What what I want out of a Mortal Kombat movie is some like I want some Matrix level martial arts, mm-hmm. and I want I want some like some awesome like CGI things. I want some like I, I like the interpretations that they had of some of the characters. Like all of that, all of that stuff is like fine, but I like it. Kind of needs to be nonstop action. Like Resident Evil is a video game about killing zombies, mm-hmm. and the movie, pretty much, I'd say eighty nine percent of it is <laughs> killing zombies. Yeah. And in Mortal Kombat, which is entirely about combat with a K, like the this movie had so little actual combat in it that it was just yeah. sort of like there's there's some like you know gestures at training and some gestures at plot and there's some like yeah you know but ultimately does it does it have fight scenes i mean yeah i guess yeah no it definitely it's like not, i just i just didn't i want side scrolling fighting yeah, you know i want I some leaping it, and twisting and jumping over people like spend your money on that i guess i just don't understand why they didn't like dispense with all that earthbound nonsense and just go and go like full go just like full fantasy world yeah you know like complete fantasy world we're not even we're not gonna like try to make you give a shit about somebody's goddamn 14 year old kid with that they had when they were 16 yeah no it should be like Like, it should be like non-stop fight and then like you know they have to go fight each other like that and and i don't know if, if it were me doing this movie i would have it be exactly that and like almost all that where it's just like mostly people in a fight and then in between fights, they sort of like gasp out a plot, and then go fight again, <laughs> right? Because it's or, like, or you know. I mean, I think that they could, they could have had like because that's the other problem is that like they could have had an actual like an emotional plot if they just picked one. <laughs> yeah. But they but they kept like trying to give everybody like backstories and 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 like uh, motivations and stuff, and it's just like the motivation is that you're gonna punch them. Yeah, no, you're punching them until they they agree like not the, to take over your planet. Right, like the motivation is the stupid, um, you know, mortal combat fight thing. That's your motivation. You don't need another one. Right. And so, like you know, like and if they had just picked one person to be like, this is the person that is going to have an interior life, and everybody else is not, mm-hmm. but that would be fine too. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't need to know everybody's backstory. I don't need to know everybody's like heart. 
Like, especially not in a movie that's about people punching each other and saying, get over and, here. And, and what did they need the dragon brands for? I mean, if it's going to just be as random as you killed that person, therefore now you're the yeah. one. Like, no, I mean, I definitely, it's just it doesn't like, make it like a lot of it didn't make any sense that way where it's like you get your arcana. If you, so if you have this dragon thing and then you like you uncover your your special ability at some point during training or fighting or whatever that lets mm-hmm. you do whatever. And so, like, Jax, who has one of these things, his special power is making the crappy, like, mechanical arms he's been given after his arms were frozen off, and then they get better. And yeah. it's like, how is that, how did that, how does that even make sense? None of that makes any sense. But, you know, cool CGI, bro. Yeah. No, that's right. Well, or, like, the guy who throws a hat. <laughs> yeah, he totally, he's got the, the frisbee hat. Frisbee hat. Who throws a shoe, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty silly. <laughs> and then, and then it, you know, it's just so hard to take him seriously. And it's like that hat had to weigh like 30 pounds, know. you know? And it's like, and how do you, okay, you've got a Frisbee mm-hmm. that is a sharp blade, right? Mm-hmm. This is my, my Call of Conqueror problem, right? Where it's like, crawl, call, crawl. Crawl, I crawl. believe. He's got, he's got like, like a Frisbee with blades on it, right? I mean, it's like, how do you catch that thing? Without slicing your fingers off, and they well, like. Well, doesn't Zena have one of those things too? Yeah, she's only she's got the the, the fancier frisbee that's just called? a circle. Um, Why have I forgotten what that's called? Because we haven't watched that since 1995 oh my either. God. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, I'm so sad. Yeah, totally. But anyway, I mean, how do you how do you how do you catch this thing again? Like, and and how do you stab somebody with it without just slicing your hand off? I mean. Obviously, it's a, it's a martial art, and it, it takes years yeah, of practice. It's but more art than science. I mean, guy. you'd think that he'd be missing a couple of fingers after all that practice. You know, I mean, unless you sure. practice with like a dull hat. <laughs> a dull hat. <laughs> you got like your training hat. Like, where does that even go? Like, where does why why have a hat? Why why a hat? I guess it's convenient because it's on your head already and whatever. But like, why not a shoe? Like, no. I mean, honestly, you could pick anything at that point. I don't know, like. No, that's right. Trained art of fighting gloves. I'm gonna throw my t-shirt at you. Yeah, also a really sharp t-shirt. Really sharp (laughs) t-shirt. Like snap a towel at you because it's my frat boy Arcana. Oh my god! I totally like. I totally want. Okay. Uh, This is my new pitch. I want like a mystery men version of Mortal Kombat, where they have like the guy who throws a shoe. Right. <laughs> like snaps a telly. Here comes the Waffle Man! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. That was really dumb. It was really dumb. Well, and then, the, I mean, I guess the, the whole thing here throughout, like, even both movies and, and the video game for that matter, like, well, okay, no, in the video game, you're, you're fighting a series of tougher and tougher things, right? And unless you're playing with a friend, you get to, like, then pick whatever body you want and then fight each other. Right. So there's no real backstory there. So the single-player mode is really just, you know, you're fighting ever-increasingly harder opponents. Okay, but right? th- this is what I remember from the video game, is that you would fight, they were all kind of the same level of hard until you hit Goro, and then he would just fucking stomp your face in. Right, That's because because the computer would like read your input on the way in and then counter it automatically. Right, but I, like I don't remember any like smooth work up to that. I just remember being right. really angry that all I did was like fight through these assholes and then get stomped by Goro every single time. I don't know that I ever won that game. 
ever. Yeah. No, probably not. It definitely needed more play testing in terms of, you know, playability. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway. But so, your point was. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing is is like you you've got this like really straightforward like plot of of the video game. Mm-hmm. Um but then it ends up being just sort of like why doesn't Raiden just rain lightning down on these fuckers and get it over with cuz clearly he's god. He's got godlike powers. And and he's one I mean, of the characters in Mortal Kombat, and you fight him and whatever. And right? um, yeah, no, I mean obviously, I, I guess I remembered my point, which is that why couldn't why why dick around with all of these Earth champions who need tattoos to get in the club, <laughs> and just just like zap them with your ultimate power, or or like teleport them into space, or like you could do literally anything mm-hmm. because you are clearly more powerful than any of these opponents, unless it's in the rules that you're not allowed to fight. But like. I don't know, like, our, our, I forget his name, Shang Tung. Shang Tung. He has no problem fighting, and, I mean, no, I guess he's he not the no emperor problem, or whatever, like, but it's like. Rules and doing whatever. Yeah, so, like, I, that, that's the major flaw of all of this, is just, like, the, you know, why didn't the Eagles just drop the ring in, <laughs> into Mount Doom to start with? Because, I mean, <laughs> this is a serious plot hole where, well, where I mean, Raiden isn't just raining electricity fire hellfire all over them i mean but i feel like that's that's usually an issue when you're dealing with any kind of like superhero collective when you have like non-god characters you know what i mean well i mean but at least justice league acknowledges the fact that superman is a god right but i mean but like you make tons of fun of um hawkeye (laughs) because <laughs> he just, like, can shoot an arrow like a boss, and that's not even a thing. Like a boss. <laughs> and, like... But, you know, what's he gonna... He's gonna, like, go for a jog because he can't just leap up the buildings or whip his hammer and fly or... No, but what, I mean, because like, he's, like, super fragile. He's just got really good aim. I mean, I think that's I'm not really... saying he's not he's not a hero. I'm just saying he's not super. Well, okay, but but this is what I'm saying though. This, this is always the problem when everybody's not god level. Is that like you know because when you're having the fight, what you need to do is you have like the the god level people go against each other, and then the sort of demigod level go against each other, and then the like human level go against each other, and yeah. that's the point of the plot. I mean, that that was actually they literally did that in the most recent Mortal Kombat is like after they sort of figure out their shit, um, they're all like, well, I'll go take this guy and you take that guy. And yeah. they all pair them off according to their skill set, kind of. Right. And it was like... And Hawkeye, you just stand there in the corner <laughs> and, and you call out the shots. No, he can... I'm sure that there's somebody on the other side he can fight. Somebody... Somebody like, who needs shooting some, with an arrow. Some dude who like is similarly weak. Yeah, that's true. But I still can't get past the whole like the whole like you are the chosen one unless you're killed by somebody else. And now they're the chosen one. Yeah, it's like okay, but sense. what happens if like let's say you get in a car accident and the doctor <laughs> in the ER? Wait, hear me out. The doctor in the ER like could have saved you, but was totally drunk and negligently left a scalpel in your chest, and you get sepsis and die. Does the doctor then get the tattoo, or is it the driver of the car? And then now they're Earth's champion. Like, how, like, why is that the rules? Why did you... Okay, you had the guy in the scenario. You had the guy in a car accident. And then you turned it into a medical malpractice? Right, suit? because I'm wondering how the tattoo, how the tattoo <laughs> knows 
which person to jump to and at what point does it actually jump? You know, I want to know the mechanics of this tattoo jumping chosen one bullshit because it's, it's never going to be that straightforward where it's like, you know, like let's say you have a firing squad. Does the tattoo know which gun has the blanks in it? What if three people shoot him at the same time? Do they all three get a third of a tattoo? You're a third of a chosen one. You're Cho, you're Zen, and you're one. Here's a 1L example. Guy jumps off a building. (laughs) Somebody shoots him out the window. Are they legally culpable for his death? (laughs) Or I'm sorry, do they get the tattoo? (laughs) Right. Yeah, who gets the tattoo? I mean, like, if you kill yourself... I mean, where does the tattoo go? <laughs> Earth is just out one chosen one then. Maybe you just get to be a zombie then. That'd be zombie chosen one. I guess yeah. that would be the, the trick. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I guess <laughs> I can't really complain too much about how it didn't make any sense. Because, like, let's face it. It's not supposed to make sense. It's no. a video game movie. But, I mean, to, to, to some, if you want to compare it to something like, you know, other video game movies like mm-hmm. Resident Evil or, or Doom, for God's sake. That had a plot and it ended up being a whole, like, shooting match that ended with a first-person view of the actual Doom game, which, if I mean, that's the best fan service, yeah. you know? And Mortal Kombat, like, or at least the I 2021 actually, version, just kind of skipped the fan service part. I guess, you know, that yeah, that is true. And also, that Doom movie has definitely grown on me, because, like, <laughs> it's totally bad. But well, it has, it's like, got The Rock. Anything with The Rock in it, I'll watch. But it's, but it's... It's not just that it has the rock, but it has the rock in a antagonist role, which is very, yeah. very rare. He only took those early in his career. He doesn't do them anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, because some of it is that like his charisma level is like pinned at tilt, and like so it's hard to make him a bad guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but he is totally. But it's got Carl Urban, and he's amazing. I love him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Doom movie is actually kind of, kind of like high on the list of, of yeah, it's like of, it's fun, uh, you know, video game movies. Right, but yeah, and, and Resident Evil, like they got five movies out of that crap, and it's just like I think it might even be more than that. It, sure, I mean, and and all all of that is is just shooting zombies, you know, yeah. and they can make a whole and I and I love those movies, so <laughs> I, do too. I mean. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's where where Mortal Kombat sort of fell down. And 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 speaking of, I've seen the Resident. I own them on DVD. I've seen them multiple times. Mm-hmm. But I pretty much I I don't know that I would ever want to see the Mortal Kombat 2021 again. I don't no, know that there. I, I mean, I barely there. saw it the first time because a lot of the stuff like we're going through the plot, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that happened too. Yeah. It's yeah. like I mean. And it definitely, it's totally, like, it's clearly meant to be a tentpole. Like, it is, you know, like, it, it like, like, Johnny Cage isn't in it, for example, which made our, oh, our right. son extremely wroth. But, I mean, I get, I get why they didn't have him in it, because, like, the Kano character is very much that, only the bad version. Right. And, like, you know, that's the end, is, like, they're gonna, they're gonna go collect all these champions, so they're gonna go collect Johnny Cage, and they're gonna go collect whomever and i mean the unspoken agreement is that they're going to let these people kill them right to get the tattoo because how else are they going to be earth champions I, yeah i don't know maybe they got some coupons yeah i they would have to have you know yeah. like no, i think they they must have or something it's totally goofy anyway so but yeah but it's it's definitely 
you get the sense that it's a tentpole. Like, you get the sense that they're, like, they were kind of holding back, like, plot and back and stories to, because they were going to do them later or whatever. Right. And I, and I would, I would even watch the sequel because actually I feel sequel like. Sequel with a K. Sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it isn't a squeakle. Well, I mean, unless there was some sort of, like, you know, series that they were going to make out of it. Um, no, I think that they're planning more movies, but, um, depending on how this one does, uh, but yeah, they're definitely planning for sequels. And, and I actually think potentially the sequels could be better because like they've gotten all of this nonsense out of the way. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of nonsense in the first one that's just not necessary. You don't think they'll just invent new wholesale nonsense oh they could absolutely invent more nonsense i mean if they would just make more movies like the first 10 minutes it's like the wolf of wall street problem right i mean like you get that that one scene with matthew mcconaughey and that should have been the whole movie yeah they should have just kept going with that yeah because that was awesome but i mean like they had that beginning scene with the with the rope knife and that was sweet yeah and then it wasn't just like the whole sort of balletic like wire work yeah, like he's clearly a master of what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, I mean, you know? like that—that that it was—it was shot really beautifully, and it clearly had this sort of attention to detail to like costuming and and costuming with a K. Costuming. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and like this is sort of balletic fight scene, and I mean, all that stuff was so great, and and it's just I just felt like it didn't it didn't ever rise to that level. I mean, like for example, like I thought the fight with Goro was pretty good. Even though it was like they sent, he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go home and in defeat." And I was like, "Oh, so you're gonna go get attacked by somebody, and your kids are gonna get killed, or whatever," which is semi what happens anyway. But I mean, but the fight scene itself was fine. Yeah. Like actually, that was legit. I was into it. You know, that was that was good. Yeah. Um, but I kind of can't think of other ones that I thought were as exciting as that first one. Yeah. You know? I mean, none of them really stood out, so... No, they really didn't. Um, yeah, anyway. But yeah, so I would totally watch the sequel. I just... And hopefully that they would not create nonsense for me to be like, why are we doing nonsense? Um, yeah. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go back and, and play the video game again. And, and the, the, and the, Mor- and the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie, I feel like I would watch it again in like 10 years. Y- yeah. Because it was, I was very entertained. I was extremely entertained. Well, by I mean, that. it's just, it was so silly. I mean, you either got to be silly or serious. And the, like, 2021 tried to be serious and it ended up just not being able to be serious enough and it shouldn't have. Yeah, no. I mean, what, it, what the whole thing really needs is more Kung Fury. Like, if they could have just been like, Hello? Kung is Fury this the, the whole time, yeah, you know? Like, no, that's, you're correct. Struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra you know i mean <laughs> which is what i was saying is like get off of earth like quit yeah. trying to make this take place in a recognizable environment well and quit trying to make it obey the laws of physics because i mean they you can't they don't your tattoo idea for the chosen ones are stupid that's a stupid idea yeah. you didn't need to do that no and why is it shaped like a dragon because <laughs> it's boss well it's embossed oh, oh. anyway so like we might be done do you have anything more to say about this movie i mean i'm surprised i had this much to say about it i don't yeah no for real for real because yeah all right high five all right